You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Takes, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham. Thank you for being here. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. Please hit that subscribe button, whatever platform you are on. Guys, today is a fun podcast. I'm very excited about it. Uh, we're going to talk all about NBA free agency. There's a lot, of go- a lot of stuff going on, a lot of very exciting stuff going on. And I don't normally do this. In fact, I've never done this. But I actually decided the title of today's, well, I've got a couple in mind, but the title of today's podcast before I recorded it. Usually I have some notes, I have some talking points, and then I just see what happens as I start talking. And then after I'm done, I'll pick a title. Um... But this is all about the teams that have a chance to win it all, not named the Lakers or the Nets. I still don't know if I'm going to name it that. That's kind of too long, but it'll be something along those lines. <laughs> um, but we know the Lakers and Nets are the favorites. They're like far and away runaway favorites, okay? But who are the teams to look out for not named the Lakers and the Nets? And I'm going to get into all of that. There's been so much action going on. Before I do that, I'm going to talk about the Lakers and the Nets because they are the teams that are the most worthy of being talked about. They're the teams that have the best chances to win uh, the NBA title. In fact, I have not prepared this at all, but as we speak, I'm going to look up the Vegas odds um, to see. I'm going to predict that the Nets have the top chance and the 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 Lakers have the second best chance, if I can find it here. NBA, here we go. I'm using the lines.com. Uh, yep, Nets, Lakers, favorites to win finals. There you go. <clears throat> Let's see what the odds are. Not that that was a surprise. Wow, okay, this is interesting. This is actually very interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the Nets are first at plus 225, then the Lakers at plus 400. I'm going off the Caesar Sportsbook. Then the Bucks are third at plus 800. Then the Warriors... The Warriors, so they're going to get Klay Thompson back. They're going to get Steph Curry healthy. Well, Steph Curry has been healthy, uh, but Klay Thompson back. Um, they don't have Kelly Oubre signed still. Uh, I, I'm confused by the Warriors being that high. They must be thinking they're going to get somebody big in free agency. There's a lot of talk out there. I don't know. But then they have the Jazz, then the Suns. Okay, so this is this is very interesting. So yeah, so Nets and Lakers are the top. Then the Bucks. That's all very expected. There's one team that I'm surprised being a little bit lower, and that is the Heat. So the teams I'm going to focus on after I talk about everything the Lakers and the Nets have done is going to be the Jazz and the Heat. Okay, so spoiler alert, those are the teams to look out for that are not named the Lakers and the Nets. I'll tell you why the Clippers don't have a chance. I'll tell you why I like the Heat more than the Bucks, um, even though the Bucks obviously uh, are defending champs and do have a very legitimate shot to repeat. Um but it's, I mean, when I say legitimate, legitimate could mean 10%, 20% chance, right? Like it doesn't mean, I don't, I'm not saying they have an 80% chance of repeating. I think they have an 80% chance of not repeating, a 90% chance even of not repeating. Uh, but they do have a chance. They are a viable contender. Um, but they haven't done much this offseason. Uh, you could argue they don't need to, but really they were the beneficiary of some very key injuries to key players. And so interesting thought there. But okay, so... The Nets. The Nets and the Lakers uh, should have both gone to the finals last year. They both dealt with injuries. They didn't make it. They've got these mega super teams going on. The Lakers add Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple-Double himself, 
Okay, they add him. They just added recently Carmelo Anthony, which we happened since my last podcast on Monday. So now Carmelo Anthony is a Los Angeles Laker. They re-signed Dwight Howard, who has been there previously, but was not there last year. Last year he went and played with the 76ers. So they actually swapped Andre Drummond out. Drummond went to the Sixers, signed a one-year veteran minimum deal, by the way. The veteran minimum. This guy thought he was like... In fact, it was once mentioned that he should sign for the veteran minimum to stay with the Lakers. And he publicly commented back on Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember which one it was. But he was like, basically like, uh, you must be dreaming. You know, like making fun of the guy who had made that comment. Well, now he goes and signs a veteran minimum for a worse team. So he's going to go be the backup to Joel Embiid. I mean, that's good for... That's actually really good for... um, the Sixers, I'm surprised they didn't want to give him more, weren't willing to give him more, because he does have a, I mean, he's obviously not Joel Embiid, but he has a similar style of play as Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's going to miss 20 games next year. We know he will. Probably as a minimum, he'll miss 20 games. Injuries, uh, load management, which maybe they should look to, into more with him. And so to have a guy that can fill that role that's actually very, very talented in Andre Drummond that plays a similar style of basketball as Joel Embiid, your offense doesn't have to change much when you insert him into the lineup, whether it be the starting lineup because Joel Embiid's out or when he comes in for 15 minutes a game to give Joel Embiid a breather. So I actually like that pickup for the 76ers. Um, I don't know that it makes them that much better or that much more of a contender. Uh, maybe maybe slightly, I guess, a little bit more. But um, just funny, though, that Andre Drummond scoffed at the idea of taking a veteran minimum and then took the veteran minimum on a one-year deal at that. So, um, okay, so, but anyway, so back to the Lakers. So they get Dwight Howard back. They get Carmelo Anthony. They get Russell Westbrook. They, of course, have LeBron and AD. They lose Caruso. They get rid of Kuzma. Um, They keep Taylor Horton Tucker. So they lose KCP. They've, LeBron is now the longest tenured Laker on the team. He's, he's, this is his fourth season with the team, and he's been there longer than anybody else. But they have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Taylor Horton Tucker, Dwight Howard. They've got a squad. That's a squad. Um, they're old. There's a lot of chatter and jokes going on about how old they are, which they are old. They're actually quite old. Carmelo's like 37. LeBron's 36. AD's only 28. Uh, they, they signed Trevor Ariza. That's the guy I didn't mention yet. Um, they, they picked up some really solid pieces. In fact, let's pull up the full list here. Um, the Lakers got, I mentioned all those guys. Oh, yeah, Malik Monk on a one-year deal. That's a big deal. Kent Bazemore. Kendrick Nunn. Oh, my geez, I forgot Kendrick Nunn. So, yeah, Kendrick Nunn. I mean, the Lakers really got it done. I mean, those are good, solid pickups. I mean, they are absolutely the favorites in the West. Kendrick Nunn was a key piece um, with the Miami Heat last year. He's now a Laker. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, key piece with the Portland Trailblazers, best friends with LeBron James or one of his best friends. He's now a Laker. He still can shoot it. He can hit the open three. Kendrick Nunn can hit the open three. Malik Monk can. Wayne Ellington they picked up. He can hit the three. So they actually put a bunch of three-point shooters around their core three of LeBron, AD, and uh, Russell Westbrook. And there's all these reports now that Russell Westbrook had reached out to Kawhi Leonard a couple years ago about wanting to go to Los Angeles and play with Kawhi. 
Kawhi then used that phone call against Russell Westbrook to recruit Paul George to the Clippers. So the rivalry between the Clippers and the Lakers is going to reach an all-time high, except for the fact that Kawhi Leonard is out with an injury, likely for the entire season. Maybe he comes back for the last 15, 20 games to get ready for a playoff run, but it's unlikely. I think you'll see him sit the whole season just because he's kind of like that. But he uses the phone call of Russell Westbrook against him to recruit Paul George. It works. So now all these former teammates are in the same city, in the same stadium still, on contending teams, but opposing teams. That's exciting stuff. Uh, I wish Kawhi was healthy. It'll be fun to watch you know, over the next couple of years. But the Lakers window is now. The Nets window is now. Uh, the Nets window is maybe a year or two longer than the Lakers, but free agency comes and you don't know, can you keep Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving? That's going to be tough. Uh, but the Lakers window is definitely right now just because of age. Um, even Westbrook's 32. So I like the Lakers a lot. Again, they they put some key pieces around uh, LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook that can shoot the ball. That was their biggest weakness. They probably got a teeny bit worse on defense as a team, the Lakers did. But I think they're a better shooting team now. They're going to be better offensively. Russell Westbrook can do everything on the floor except shoot the three. He can literally everything else he's very, very good at. Free throw shooting, also not very good. Um, his, his mid-range game is actually pretty darn good. His taking it to the hoop game is phenomenal. Um Russell Westbrook can rebound, he can pass, uh, he can defend, like he's super athletic, gives it everything he's got. Carmelo Anthony can shoot it. I'm excited. I kind of, it, this is crazy. This is crazy. I have never rooted for the Lakers in my entire life. Um, I've not really even necessarily rooted for LeBron James much. Uh, I know some of you think I'm a LeBron hater. I'm not. He's top five NBA player of all time, probably second best all time. That is not hating. Um, but... I, I kind of want to see Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony get a ring. Like, part of me kind of wants that, you know? Like, not as much as I would like to see the Jazz get a ring, um, you know, but but within, again, if they all stay healthy, it's Lakers and Nets, right? But anyway, so we'll see what happens there. I would be excited, though. I mean, that's so, that's got to be so motivating for LeBron to try and get those two a ring. He's got four. He got AD one, or, you know, they, they helped each other get another one. Uh, it was a bubble ring, though, asterisk, uh, and and now he's fighting to get one of his best friends from the same draft class, Carmelo Anthony, a ring, a guy who's a definite Hall of Famer, Russell Westbrook, first ballot Hall of Famer, no question. Their, their glaring weakness or uh, what is it, what's it, vacancy, whatever the word is I'm looking for, the thing they're missing on their resume is definitely a championship. And they have a chance to go get one now, a very good chance to go get one with the Los Angeles Lakers. The Nets obviously keep their core three. That's the biggest, most important thing. But what they also did um, was they added Patty Mills. Patty Mills is a good player. In fact, we're seeing him do some great things uh, in the Olympics. He had a good game, uh, was it just last night or two nights ago, against Team USA. US, Team USA won, but Patty Mills had like 23 points for Australia. So that's a solid pickup for the Nets, actually. It really is, especially his position. Um, you know, point guard, he can he can play the one or the two, which I know they've got Kyrie and James Harden, but if they have injuries, if they have load management, um, if they want to just mix up the rotation, that's a very solid piece to have in there. Uh, he'll probably get 20 minutes a game off the bench and, and be a real key part for the Nets. So, okay, so the teams to look for. 
let's get into the, the real good stuff here. Here are some key moves from around the league outside of the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Because they're, I mean, we just went over it. Like, Mello, Trevor Ariza, Dwight Howard, Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore, Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> those are some solid pieces that the Lakers picked up. Like, every single one of those guys can hoop. Every single one of them. Like, the, there's not a single name there. Where like, wait, who's that guy? Like, all of those guys can hoop. So that's a big deal for the Lakers. Okay, I still take a healthy Nets team over a healthy Lakers team. I just think Durant, Harden, Kyrie, it's just it's just going to be too much. Add Patty Mills. They they re-signed Blake Griffin, who clearly has some plenty left in the tank. Uh, last year, we noticed. So I still like like a healthy Nets team over a healthy Lakers team, but it'll be fun to watch. Okay, big big moves around the league. Steph Curry signs a four-year, $215 million contract. Uh, that's more than $50 million a year to play basketball. What? More than $50 million a year to play basketball, Steph Curry. Um, insane. Insane. Uh, the I'm going to skip that one because I'm going to come back to it. That's one of the key ones I want to talk about. The Knicks added Kemba Walker, and they kept key pieces. You know, um, Obviously, Derrick Rose is staying. Um, the Knicks actually... They're the, they're like one of those teams where, you know, they've they've got Kemba Walker now, who's been an All Star. They kept Julius Randle, of course, who was an All Star last year. Um, Derrick Rose returned on a three year deal. Um, they've got Evan Fournier, who's been playing great in the Olympics for Team France. Um, but I just don't know. Like they have a bunch of good players, they don't have enough great players, and so I don't see the Knicks making any real noise you know come playoff time maybe they win maybe they get out of the first round this year but i don't see him making any real noise uh but but they did pick up kemba walker that was a key pickup um i talked about uh drummond cp3 i predicted cp3 would get a three-year deal he got a four-year deal um with the suns he'll be 40 years old when he retires or excuse me when that deal is up maybe he won't retire they added javel mcgee javel mcgee has been the butt of jokes people act like he's no good uh javel mcgee can ball He's on Team USA. The guy is no slouch. He's been on championship teams. This guy can hoop. He can rim protect. He can defend. He can block shots. Uh, he's pretty coordinated, athletic, you know, can can get putbacks and things like that, catch alley-oops. The guy can play, and that's a great backup to DeAndre Ayton. That's a fantastic backup to DeAndre Ayton, okay? The real juice of this, though, it's the Jazz. The Jazz are the team to look out for in the West that are not named the Lakers. It's the Jazz. The Jazz added Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gay. And who did they lose? Derek Favors and George Nyang. We literally got rid of two of our weakest points in the rotation, George Nyang and Derek Favors. Those were our two weakest rotation players, okay? We got rid of both of them and picked up Rudy Gay, far superior athletically to... Uh, George Nyang, which is athleticism is something I've harped on that the Jazz need and, and that we lack. And then Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside should be starting for like two-thirds of, of the teams in the NBA. And he's our backup to Rudy Gobert. So now we have two Rudys. <laughs> Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert. And now we have Hassan Whiteside. And we got them in free agency. The Jazz didn't pick those guys up in trades. They weren't forced to come here. They chose to come here in free agency. This is so big for the Utah Jazz. This is so rare for the Utah Jazz. And what have I said all year long about Dwayne Wade and his ability to help recruit guys? There's a tweet that came out. 
and I'll read it. It says, NBA people I've talked to tonight are surprised by the Utah Jazz aggressiveness of free agency. Hassan White said Rudy Gay had multiple other suitors, yet chose the Jazz. They had multiple other suitors, yet they chose the Jazz. Several people told me the influence of Dwayne Wade and playing with Donovan Mitchell made it possible. The influence of Dwayne Wade and playing with Donovan Mitchell made it possible. That's a huge deal. That's a huge, huge deal. The Jazz also picked up, and I'm actually spacing his name right now, so that sucks for me. Um, but the Jazz picked up, it's a guy that's not going to play hardly at all. In fact, he probably won't be in the rotation. But it's Donovan Mitchell's like best friend from growing up. Like this, These these guys go like way back, and they're like besties. That is a genius strategic move on the part of the Utah Jazz to keep Donovan Mitchell here. Keep him happy. You give your superstar another reason to stay put in Utah. Give him another reason to not want to go seek greener pastures or bigger paychecks or bigger cities or more whatever in you know these bigger markets. Keep him here. Bring in his best buddy growing up. Bring in D. Wade, the Hall of Famer, the cool, you know, part owner of Stance Socks and like this hip guy, you know, like Dwayne Wade's the man, three-time champion. Bring in D. Wade as a part owner. Bring in your childhood best friend. Keep a couple all-stars around you. The Jazz re-signed uh, Mike Conley. We keep Rudy Gobert. We keep Donovan Mitchell. Uh, looks like we're going to keep Joe Ingles. There was talk of him potentially being traded. Looks like we're going to keep him. Uh, we sign Hassan Whiteside. We sign Ru- Rudy Gay. I mean, this is a squad. Like, the Jazz have a We keep Bogdanovich. I mean... The Jazz last year were right there on the cusp. There were some injuries that that the Jazz dealt with. We still should have beaten the Clippers. That was a real shame that we didn't. But we get rid of our two weakest pieces in Derek Favors and George Nyang, and we replace them with massive upgrades on both positions. Massive upgrades, okay? So the Jazz are clearly the team to look out for in the West, not named the Los Angeles Clippers. Or excuse me, not named the Los Angeles Lakers. The Clippers would be far below the Jazz because Kawhi Leonard's not going to play. Okay, I know that they beat us, but they've still got top free agents out there. Reggie Jackson's one of them. Uh, he's a he's a Clipper. Kawhi Leonard technically is not a Clipper. He's a free agent, so we'll see what happens there. I think he'll resign, of course. But they've got they've got some work to do to even resign guys, including Kawhi Leonard. Um, so the Clippers are not really a threat next year. The Suns could be, but you look at the aging Chris Paul. Um, and again, they did just get a backup in JaVale McGee. We got our backup in Hassan Whiteside to go behind DeAndre Ayton and Rudy Gobert, respectively. Um, but we got, uh, we, we've got Mike Conley. They've got Chris Paul. Chris Paul, it sounds like blasphemy to say that, that uh, Mike Conley is better than Chris Paul. And that would be true if we're talking about their all-time careers. But for the right here and now... I might take Mike Conley. I might. It's like right. It's like right there on the cusp. Like CP3, he's aging. Like he had he had a great season this last year. He showed his age a little bit in the playoffs. He showed his nerves in the playoffs. Defensively, it's not even a comparison. Mike Conley is the far superior defender, and I would say that uh, that CP3 is the superior offensive player. He's a better passer. He's a better shooter, but not by much. Not by much. In fact, three point wise, I, you know, you'd still probably take Mike Conley, uh, but CP3 has a little bit more difficult shots. His mid range is better. He can he can create a shot 
better than Mike Conley can. They were both all-stars last year. So again, I know that like if we just go off of name alone, it's like, oh my gosh, like it's for sure Chris Paul. Nah, not not really anymore. It's very, very even, okay? Booker and Donovan Mitchell, even, slight edge to Donovan Mitchell. We'll give slight edge to CP3, slight edge to, to Donovan Mitchell. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and um, Rudy Gobert, kind of a similar thing with Chris Paul and uh, Mike Conley. Defensively, Rudy Gobert. Offensively, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, overall, I'll give a slight edge to the Jazz still in that one with Rudy Gobert. Then you get into like the Bogdanovich, you know, and and Rudy Gay um, and Joe Ingles versus Cameron Payne and some of those guys. And I feel like the Jazz just have a slight edge over the Suns. I do, but the Suns are right there nipping at their heels. Like to me, those are the top three teams in the West: Lakers, Jazz, Suns, in that order. Um, in the East, it's of course the Nets. And then I actually don't think that it's the Bucks number two. I think it's the Miami Heat. The, the Miami Heat re-signed Jimmy Butler. They keep Victor Oladipo, who Oladipo went through some injuries and just hasn't been himself at all. Um, he hasn't even played really lately. He's going to be back fully healthy, ready to go. And this guy's all-star caliber. That's an all-star caliber player. They signed Kyle Lowry. So Kyle Lowry is now on the Miami Heat. Okay. And... Those are three super, not superstars. Those are three all-star level players. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Victor Oladipo. Those are three all-star players. They still have Bam Adebayo, who was an all-star. They still have uh, Tyler Hero, who's an up-and-coming young stud. They lost Goran Dragic, but they upgraded to Kyle Lowry. Uh, they kept Duncan Robinson, signed him to an extension. I mean, they lost Kendrick Nunn and, and Goran Dragic, but... I mean, this is a this is a squad. Like, those are guys they could afford to lose. Oladipo's going to get way more minutes now because he's healthy. Hero's going to get more minutes because he's coming into his own. He's going to be a bigger part of that rotation. Um, and then Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry. I mean, that's a freaking squad. I'd take them over over the Bucks. I would. I'd take them over Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. I would. The Bucks lose PJ Tucker, kind of meaningless. Um, but I'm taking a healthy Miami Heat team over a Milwaukee Bucks team. I am. I think they've got the same heart and soul type of guy in Jimmy Butler as the Bucks have in Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think Jimmy Butler works that hard. I think he wants it that badly. I think guys follow his lead that much. Um, so I think that the Heat are the real deal. They now have a championship guy on their team in Kyle Lowry. Obviously, Pat Riley still has influence there. Um, that's a real, real team. They were in the finals just last year in the bubble. I mean, this is a team to, to look out for. The other team I wanted to mention, and some other deals real quick, Spencer Dinwiddie did sign with the Wizards. Uh, he was a guy I was keeping an eye on, three years, $62 million. So I guess he'll play with Bradley Beal now, see if he can be a better fit than Russell Westbrook was. Um, and then the, the Chicago Bulls, I haven't mentioned them. They signed DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, and Alex Caruso. So those guys join now an already solid core in Zach Levine, Nikola Vucevic, and Kobe White. Uh, all I mean, that's a young roster, too. DeRozan would be the oldest guy. All of those guys, Levine, Vucevic, I actually don't know how old Vucevic is. Kobe White's young, Zach Levine's young, Caruso's young, Lonzo Ball's young, Vucevic and DeRozan still in their primes. That's a solid six guys right there. That's a six-man rotation of, like, really solid players. So the, the, the Bulls, I think, will make a little run, probably get out of the first round, at least, in the East. Uh, but the teams to watch for, Lakers and Nets, we know that. After that, the hierarchy... Definitely goes Utah Jazz in the West and the Miami Heat in the East. 
Then you go down to the um, Phoenix Suns in the West and the Milwaukee Bucks in the East. Outside of those six teams, nobody's nobody's got a chance. The Clippers are not going to win at all. The Sixers are not going to win at all. Um, the who who else is there to to even mention? The Warriors, I guess, were favored. Which I guess we'll see what happens still with some trades, and there's still some free agency stuff to happen. The top free agents left, by the way. Um, Clippers, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Clippers, Reggie Jackson, Warriors, Kelly Oubre, uh, Lakers, Dennis Schroeder, Paul Millsap of the Nuggets, Josh Hart, Laurie Markkanen, he's a Chicago Bull currently, we'll see what, uh, what he wants to do. Outside of that, there's really no notable free agents, so it will be interesting to see where those guys land. Um, I think that the, the, a lot of them are probably expected to just go back to their teams with the exception of Dennis Schroeder. But like Ubre would not be surprised at all to see him just go back uh, to the Warriors, although they will ha- would have to pay a lot in luxury tax. Reggie Jackson and Kawhi Leonard, I'm sure, will be back with the Clippers, but we'll see. But yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. And LeBron's already out there stating all this stuff. And in fact, here's a quote from him. This is from LeBron James on his Instagram. Keep talking about my squad, our personal age, our personnel ages. A lot of typos in here, by the way. Keep talking about my squad, our personnel ages. The way he plays, he stays injured. We're past our time in this league, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do me one favor, please, caps lock on the please. And I mean, please, caps lock again. Keep that same narrative energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Thank you. Uh, Okay, yeah, you're still going to be old. In fact, you're going to be older when it starts, LeBron. You're all going to be older. You're turning 37. Uh, Melo's going to turn 38. Anthony Davis is frequently hurt. Like, those things are all true. I'm still putting them as the favorites in the West. And the window is now for them. The window is now for a lot of these teams. Like the Utah Jazz, like they've got a couple years here to, to make it happen. Uh, their window is not as narrow, but it is a little bit narrow just in the sense that it's not a market people love to play in, you know. Uh, so you just don't want to lose guys. But I love how aggressive the Jazz are being. I love that they're making waves. I love that they got Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gay. I love that we're hearing that Dwayne Wade's part of it. Playing with Donovan Mitchell is a big deal. Um, in fact, I'm going to Google because I feel awful. I can't remember this guy's name. Donovan Mitchell friend on jazz. <laughs> Let's just see. Um, yeah, Eric Pascal. Yeah, that's a name I know. Come on. So yeah, so Eric Pascal now on the jazz. Childhood friend, longtime friend of Donovan Mitchell. Come on, guys. We gave up a second round pick to get him. We literally gave up nothing to get a guy on the bench. He will not play hardly at all. He will not. He will. He will barely. He will barely play. He'll be barely part of, you know, the on court product that we watch in watch night in and night out as fans. But he's there to keep Donovan Mitchell happy, and that is part of the Ryan Smith Dwayne Wade genius. What can we do to keep people here in Utah? We don't want to lose them to the LA's of the world, the Miami's, the Chicago's, the New York's, the Houston's. These bigger, cooler, hipper markets. What can we do to keep him here? How about you bring in his best friend? Let's bring in his best friend who could be out of the league at any moment. Let's give him a contract and make sure he lives in Salt Lake City. Then Donovan will want to stay here. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's all all the time I have for today, you guys. Please hit that subscribe button. I am out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. 
Cause we are